Hi, this is another episode of Vetra Talk with your host Priscilla Jones. This is a very unusual one. It's not like the others. This is on the fly, straight from on the fly. Uh, we all know about the coronavirus, the COVID-19 thing, how it affects our lives. Well, I'm going to tell you something that's almost nearly impossible. <laughs> well, um, what happened to me was on February 27th, I wasn't feeling well, you know, and I kept going on and on as usual, knowing me, you know. And uh, when uh, March the 2nd came through, everybody was talking about this coronavirus and all this great, you know, the, things that was happening, you know, to other countries and people and stuff like that. And I mean, not great in a great sense, in a good sense, but great is, you know, it's like overwhelming and overtaking. So, I got really sick and uh, I was about to go out and, you know, take care of business and, you know, my, uh, you know, my family, one of my family members, you know, says, no, go back in the house, you know. And she came back in there and I was, I had chills. I was shaking like a leaf, you know, not even two or three blankets would help me, you know. And I was feeling achy and with headaches and stuff like that. So she didn't understand. She was like, you stay here, I'll come back for you, you know. Okay. So... After that, but she came back, you know, you know, she asked me how I'm feeling. I was like, this is something very strange, you know, because usually I knock the cold right out, you know, I keep on going. And so, I ended up being housebound for a while, you know, trying to take care of the cold or whatever it was. I didn't bother going into the hospital or clinic, you know, as a first pronouncement because... I'm not that type of person. I'm just like, okay, I just go take care of it, you know, get a couple of days of rest, you know, soup, you know, tea, you know, that's about it. So what happened was uh, after a while, I was like, okay, no, I couldn't get my bearings. You know, I started hallucinating, <laughs> you know, thinking that my, 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 um, my microwave was supposed to be producing this box in order for me to wake up. <laughs> crazy, crazy. But I didn't know it was the the, the COVID night, the coronavirus that was happening. So anyway, I was like, you know, I was telling my family members, like, I should go to the clinic. I said, no, 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 you know, stay home. You know, you can you could beat this and stuff like that. <laughs> so, anyway, I started, you know, coughing and stuff, coughing more than I usually be before, and all the sputum comes up, you know, and it was like dark green, and I'm like, what in the world is going on? I don't never have no dark green sputum in my colds at all. Okay, so, I'm like, okay, I'm kind of sick of the house, about a week. You know, I don't really want to get around and stuff like that. 
but all in the while it was zapping my strength, you know, and making me very uh, weak and and uh, dehydrated because I didn't even want to eat food or nothing like that, you know. So I ended up losing a lot of weight, and uh, after a while. I was like, okay, this is March. I should be over this thing by a week. And I was still flat down on my back. <laughs> it's no joke. It was no joke. I ran fever up and down. <clears throat> and, uh, you know, they started, my friends started coming around, you know, with mask on. Like, okay, now I'm saying, okay, why you got mask on? And I was over here sick and stuff. So, because of the virus and stuff that was going around, so they were thinking that I had the coronavirus, you know. So, as time goes on, I only went outside during this quarantine one time when that was March 22nd. I know, it's April. <laughs> okay, at the point of this date of this recording, it's April the 28th, <laughs> all right, so I've been in isolation since then, I've not been outside, I can't even wear a mask because of my breathing, because of it. I believe I have, I have pneumonia, you know, and I had to deal with that myself, because I, I, what is going on, I've never had pneumonia before in my life, I always had the flu, Flu, I could kick you, yeah, boom. But this pneumonia, I didn't know what was going on because it keeps coming up with so much phlegm and stuff, you know. And can breathing every time when I move around, you know, it, it it doesn't hurt to breathe. It just gives me like it seems like a panic attack almost, you know. But you know, I kept breathing kind of quickly and stuff, and I had dizziness and I had to go sit back down. Oh, it was crazy. So now, you know, I have, you know, lots of help, you know, you know, from my family members. And a lot of time to sleep. <laughs> That's a definite. <laughs> and, uh, you know, slowly but surely, I'm getting a little bit better than I was before. Yep. But it's still a very lonely thing, you know. I had my daughter to visit, you know, me a couple of days, you know, a couple of times. She's so back. Oh, my God, the girl's been so beautiful. She went and bought me food. She bought me a new microwave. Another one blew out, you know. She's been worried about me. But I gave her, you know, a good performance. Like, hey, I'm up here. And I'm doing things. Which I am, like, little by little, you know. I try to stand up because I was very wobbly before, you know. And now I can stand up, I guess, for about for like 10 minutes and walk around, you know, and doing things before I get a little tired out, you know. So I'm practicing, you know, staying up because of all the times I was laying down trying to get some rest and stuff. My uh, muscles atrophied. You know, and I have to, like, make sure, you know, that I could be able to stand and walk, you know, and maintain that, you know. 
course I'm being matched on. <laughs> you know, so-called encouraged to do so. But, you know, I, I strive to do as much as I can, you know, in my limitation until I get a little bit better off, you know. But uh, I just wanted to, you know, let the public know. I haven't even went to the hospital. I have not went to the hospital or the doctor. And I'm a veteran. <laughs> I know. And the veterans, the way they have to set up the hospitals, it's the same way they're doing to the to the natural, you know, public ones. And I'm like, people are dying. I'm like, why should I be going over there? I may go in and never come out, you know. I would have to deal with it right here. It's not easy, of course, but you know, with some faith and praying, people are making it by the grace of God. You know, and uh, I don't know what else to do. I'm waiting. My voice has changed. It's a lot. You know. It sounds normal after a while, and then after after I use it a couple of times, then it goes up and down and wavy and stuff like that in and out. And I'm like, okay, it's not the way I was. Now, I know a lot of people would be looking for me to be the same as I was when I was before, but I, even if I tell them I'm not gonna be the same, you know, they you know, clamor it down. But I think people have to see for themselves that I'm never gonna I'm not gonna be the same that I was before until I get a couple of things together, you know. So when this this corona thing is you know, I'm in New York so, you know, it hit us hard, really hard, you know. But when uh, things go die down, I'll go get myself a nice regular checkup. My doctor's probably gonna kill me because she <laughs> Oh my gosh, she just like went like overdrive. Like, you gotta go in, okay? Okay, it will send an ambulance. I'm like, let's not be dramatic, okay? I can walk, I can, I can take a cab or something, you know? And then now, you know, I didn't go. So now they're panicking. <laughs> you know, they're panicking. Now, I'm the, I'm the, uh, elusive patient <laughs> they try to get me to go for before you know a breast exam and stuff you know because i'm in the age bracket and uh i said i'm going i'm going i don't know never go <laughs> you know for some something always happens some kind of reasons you know that prevents me to keep going so i don't bother you know so I guess I stamp myself as the elusive patient. You got to make sure you get on top of her. <laughs> you know. So, uh, <laughs> you know, that was the last drama thing. It's like, you got somebody come take you there? I'm like, God, man, they, they, they annoy you to the, to the teeth. You let them, you know. But, um. I'm avoiding them for now, you know. You know, because I've I've heard, 
you know, that they put you, even if you go to the emergency room, there's a tent, and they separate you after they take the test, and then um, if you're virus-free, you go straight to a different side of the tent, and then uh, they get your meds and stuff, and you go, but if you have the virus, and they, they whisk you away, and nobody knows what they did to you, you know. So I'm not. You can't if you can't tell me exactly all the steps. Then I'm not really, you know, your friend. <laughs> okay, okay. Because what am I going to tell my family? Okay. Oh, they just whisk me over there after that. Then nobody knows nothing. <laughs> and then you don't know what kind of drugs they pumping into you. You know, so many people die. And nobody know what drugs they pumped into you. Or they tell you that the coronavirus killed you. I am still here talking to you live. <laughs> and I ain't taking no drugs. And I may or may or not have the coronavirus. I don't know. <laughs> but I'm still talking to you. And it's been since March that I was sick. <laughs> that the onsets came through. So... I don't know what they're doing, and I don't know what they're doing to these people. I don't know what kind of drugs. <laughs> I really don't know. I really don't know what kind of drugs they're put into these people, you know, to make some sick and die and some survive. I don't know. Well, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. Very much. Because I'm here all by myself once again. <laughs> and probably again and again and again and again and again. Until the stupid wave goes through. Alright, so. I'm just telling you how it is for me. And telling you, sharing my experience. I'm still here. <laughs> I'll probably give you another update later on. All right. So take care of yourselves. And practice social distance. (laughs) I, I don't know what else to say. All right. Bye.